Welcome to Healthy Focus with Dr. Rhonda Herbert. The information presented is for educational use only and not intended to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please visit your healthcare provider. In today's world, depleted soil, crop changes, and seasonal inconsistencies are yielding less nutrient-dense food. This is why the Healthy Body Start Pack was created. With 90 essential nutrients at its core, 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and a powerful blend of EFAs is specifically formulated to provide the nutrition you can no longer get from food alone. These carefully targeted ingredients are what you need to live your healthiest life. Each ingredient in this pack represents Dr. Wallach's pioneering research and life work, which is committed to helping people live longer, look younger, and live through essential nutrients. The pack includes the new Beyond Tangy Tangerine Tropical Tangerine, the Ultimate EFA Plus, and the Beyond Osteo FX Powder. So it is for anyone seeking adequate nutrient intake that includes the 90 essential nutrients. You can go to healthdove.com, take your free health evaluation, and purchase your Healthy Start Pack. Your body needs it. Welcome to Healthy Focus. I am your host, Dr. Rhonda Herbert, and today's topic is carbohydrates. The information is taken from the Encyclopedia of Healing Foods. So dietary carbohydrates play a central role in human nutrition because they provide a primary source of energy we need to fuel bodily functions. Carbohydrates are classified into two basic groups, simple and complex. Many in the medical and research communities now believe that excess consumption of carbohydrates, specifically carbohydrates that have been refined and stripped of their supportive nutrients, is a major contributing factor in a wide variety of diseases and premature aging. Virtually all the, the fiber, the phytochemical, the vitamin and trace element content has been removed from the white sugar, white breads and pastries, and many breasts for cereal. Even the natural simple sugars in fruits and vegetables have an advantage over sucrose, which is white sugar, and other refined sugars in that they are balanced by fiber and a wide range of nutrients that aid in the utilization of sugars. Eating too many carbohydrates, particularly simple sugars, can be harmful to blood sugar control, especially if they are insulin resistant, experience reactive hypoglycemia, or diabetic. Carbohydrates excess, specifically consuming too many refined carbohydrates, is also associated with increased risk for obesity, heart disease, and other forms of cancer. Currently, more than half of the carbohydrates being consumed in the United States are in the form of simple sugars being added to the food as sweetened agents. The consumption of sweeteners in the United States increased from about 14 million tons in 1979 
to 22 million tons in 1999. Included in the category of sweeteners are sugar, corn sweeteners, honey and maple syrup, and other edible syrups. The per capita consumption just added sugars went from 27 teaspoons per person a day in 1970 to 32 teaspoons per day per person in, in 1996, according to the U.S. food supply data. So what is staggering to consider is that non-caloric sweeteners are not included in these calculations. So let's look at simple carbohydrates. Simple sugars are either monosaccharides composed of one sugar molecule or disaccharides composed of two or more sugar molecules. The principal monosaccharides that occur in foods are glucose and fructose. The major disaccharides are sucrose, also known as white sugar, which is composed of one molecule of glucose and one molecule of fructose, maltose, and is composed of two molecules of glucose and lactose, which is composed of one molecule of glucose and one molecule of galactose. So glucose is not particularly sweet tasting compared to fructose and sucrose. It is found in abundant amount in fruits, honey, sweet corn, and most root vegetables. Glucose is also the primary repeating sugar unit of most complex carbohydrates. Fructose or fruit sugar is a primary carbohydrate in many fruit, maple syrup, and honey. Fructose, which is very sweet, is roughly 1.5 times sweeter than sucrose. Although fructose has the same chemical formula as glucose, its structure is quite different. In order to be utilized by the body, fructose must be first be converted to glucose within the liver. So sucrose, which is common table sugar, is found in large number of processed foods and some fruits. Maltose is found in malted grain products and syrup derived from grains such as barley and sojem. Lactose is a sugar found in milk. Humans have an enzyme called lactase to digest lactose as infants but later start to lose this enzyme. By age 4, most of our lactase production is absent. In some people, particularly those of African-American descent, Lactase production is completely absent, causing lactose intolerance with symptoms of gas, bloating, and diarrhea when dietary products are consumed. Lactase enzyme can be supplemented for occasional consumption of dietary foods by people who are lactose intolerant. Sucrose, maltose, and lactose are broken down into their constituent sugars in the small intestines, glucose is a primary form of sugar that enters the bloodstream. In fact, most of the content of the other sugars is converted into glucose at the surface of the intestine in the liver. So complex carbohydrates or starches are composed of many simple sugars joined together by chemical bonds. These bonds can be linked in a serial chain, in a serial chain, one after the other, as well as side to side, creating branches. Basically, the more chains the branches, and the more the more chains and branches, the more complex the carbohydrates. The more complex a carbohydrate is, the more slowly it is broken down. 
Some carbohydrates are complex in a way that the body cannot digest them. These carbohydrates are a major component of fiber and generally pass through the digestive tract unabsorbed. In general, as long as the long complex carbohydrates are present in a high fiber foods, the body breaks down the complex carbohydrates into simple sugars more gradually, which leads to better blood sugar control. More and more research on heart disease, various forms of cancer and diabetes include that complex carbohydrates, including high-fiber foods, should form a major part of the diet. And so, for example, the dietary approach to stop hypertension or DASH diet focuses on a whole food diet makeup of vegetables, legumes, and whole grains, which are excellent sources of complex carbohydrates high in fiber. So there was a large increase in, um, in the use of corn sweetener or high fructose corn syrup in the past 30 years is directly related to the overall increase in sugar consumption in the United States. And in spite of its name, there's no more fructose in high fructose corn syrup than there is a sucrose. Many different products can use high fructose corn syrup as an ingredient. Some of these include beverages, um, cereals and baked goods, dietary products, candy, and many other processed food. As the production of these high fructose corn syrup in the United States have increased from 2.2 million tons in 1980 to 9.4 million tons in 1999. And the production of the high fructose corn syrup in 2000 consumed about 5.3% of the total American corn crop. And so the consumption of these sugar-sweetened beverages had played a large role in the increase of added sweeteners in the American diet. And food consumption studies had found that these recent increase in energy intake coincide with increased consumption of soft drinks. Glycemic index and glycemic load. More important than labeling a carbohydrate simple or complex is to consider its glycemic index and glycemic load. The glycemic index provides a numerical value that expresses the rise of blood glucose after eating a particular food. The GI is computed into two ways due to the fact that there are two standards of comparison. The first standard to be developed was based on the rise in blood sugar seen with the ingestion of glucose, which was a value of 100. Today, this, this glucose standard has largely been abandoned by the scientific community in favor of the more accurate starch standard. In the starch standard, a 50-gram portion of white bread made using refined flour, and bread most commonly eaten in the United States, is given the value of 100. White bread was selected as a new standard because the glycemic response to the white bread is more reliable than the response to glucose. This is because glucose attracts water, an effect called osmolarity that can delay gastric emptying and misrepresent the insulin response. In addition, white bread stimulates more insulin activity than glucose. Using either standard, the glycemic index ranges from about 20 for fructose and whole barley to about 98 for a baked potato. The insulin response to carbohydrates containing food 
is similar to the rise in blood sugar. The glycemic load takes the glycemic index into account but gives a more complete picture of the effect that the food has on the blood sugar levels because it takes into consideration the amount of carbohydrates in the food. This has been Dr. Rhonda Herbert with Healthy Focus. And next week, we're going to look at dietary fiber. I'll see you on another episode of Healthy Focus. been listening to Healthy Focus. Please visit our website at healthdove.com where you can access your health score with our free health evaluation. You can download a copy of the Health Dove app on your mobile phone. Please write to us at info at Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode of Healthy Focus. Thank you.